Hello. On this podcast, we talk about movies, their faults, their flaws, and their plots. So, expect some spoilers. You've been warned. Welcome to Plot Spackle. I'm John, and the first time I watched this movie was in time immemorial. I do not actually recall the specific time. It is so ingrained into my childhood to that point, I cannot pick out the moment in which I knew the Karate Kid. I'm Richard, and the first time I watched the movie was also long ago, before my memory is solid and permanent, but I know that I watched it, and my parents had it, and we watched it a lot. I'm Eric, and well, I saw this movie like ten years ago, uh, at a, I think a friend's video watching party. So I don't even know why we're doing this either, guys. Yeah, why is it on the? Wait a minute. Ten years ago? Yeah. It's you know we're doing the Karate Kid with uh, Jaden Smith and Jackie Chan. No, no, Eric. No, bad, bad, Eric. Go get the go get the magazine, John. Get back <laughs> here. Get back here. <laughs> It is not that Karate Kid. That was Kung Fu. There's a difference? There is a difference, Eric. You're going to find out the difference today. Because it is uh, our 100th episode. Woo! And for our Eler contest, the winner was the Karate Kid. So Eric gets to watch the Karate Kid for the first time. He'll finally understand where all of these things that he's heard about his entire life and just chosen to ignore willfully... So let's, uh, let's get this started, Eric. Are we ready to look at this poster? Yes, let's get the poster postering. Your poster posted? The poster being posted right here. So, all right, we are looking at The Karate Kid with Ralph Macchio and Pat Mortia. Marita. Whatever. I can read. Maybe. So we have, I assume, Danny Chan, uh, front and center, along with Mr. Miyagi gazing soulfully off into the distance at the bottom of the poster is what looks like a karate tournament and i believe cobra kai uh whichever guy that is is going to punch danny in his stupid little face all right cobra kai was the best uh uh gi joe villain wasn't he yeah i I think i was more of a transformers kid so didn't really watch gi joe he wasn't all in with cobra kids loved cobra he was the number one action figure well yeah because they all need a bad guy to fight which is saying something something for gi joe considering you know every week there was a new character to go by in its extended 30 minute commercial okay 22 minute commercial we had to have commercial with commercials yeah i had to have time for the commercials in that commercial but we're not talking about gi joe oh man youtube if i'm watching something that is an ad it doesn't need apps I'm just going to throw that out there, guys. Let YouTube know if the video is in itself an ad, it should not have ads. So anything that includes a paid promotion? Yeah. Yeah. If it's a paid promotion. Or, you know, if it's a trailer. Yeah. Just, you know, we can stop it. But uh, yeah, back to our Eeler with Eric. So uh, you've seen the poster and you've watched uh, a different movie (laughs) with the same name. 
Is, is, is it kind of like the uh, transmor- Transmorphers versus Transformers? Like you have the Asylum pictures that they just really want to cash in on that name and milk it for all it's worth. I mean, that is actually 100% what happened with this film because they the only reason they went, because it is Kung Fu, not Karate in that one, and they kept they couldn't change the name because they needed to bank on the nostalgia. I still feel like if they called it the Kung Fu Kid, that's good enough. It would have, I would have been happier with it. So remind me, in the early '90s, didn't we have kind of a like Kung Fu craze based off of uh, the Karate Kid? Like, because I remember there's, I was gonna say Surf Ninja, but I know that one's not real. <laughs> no, that Surf Samurai. I think there was a Surf Ninja. There is Surf Ninja. Yeah, yeah. Surf Samurai wasn't real. It should be though. It is in my heart. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, there was the martial artist craze, like uh, um, three, three ninjas. ninjas. Um, I remember watching that one as a kid. Um, Karate Kid does have two sequels. Mm-hmm. The Beverly Hills Ninja. Um, oh, with Chris Farley? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then just a whole bunch of more, like, B-level movies. And even more than B-level movies. Like, for instance, Once for Bargain Bin Roulette, we watched uh, Black Belt Angels. How was that? It was an experience. It was an experience. There's an entire subplot that we know exists, but was 100% cut from the film. And how, how did you like research it or? No, you just have to watch the film and you can figure out that there's a subplot that's supposed to involve the 4th of July parade. Okay. But there was no 4th of July parade or mention of 4th of July parade in there until all the members of the Black Belt Angels are wearing extremely patriotic costumes. I'm, when was that movie made? What? Sometime in the 90s, early 90s. And it did have the benefit, I will say, all the uh, Black Belt Angels were in fact uh, karate masters. Okay. I was wondering if it was more of a, they were not riffing Napoleon Dynamite, but do you really want to be kicked to the face by a guy wearing uh, the American flag. Is it the the flag that's the problem, or is it being kicked in the face? A roundhouse kick to the face is probably the big problem. But yeah. Like, Both? whatever, there's a scale of getting kicked to the face that goes up and down a little bit based off of what that person is wearing. 94. 94 was Black, 94 was Black Belt Angels. It's exactly 10 years after the Karate Kid. It was an RV car with explosives on it. It was used in that, uh, but then like there was also they were also roller skating, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Roller blading specifically, and then beyond like because it didn't even start with the Karate Kid, because in the seventies there was a big karate boom with uh, Bruce Lee and all of his stuff. Bruce Lee was kung fu, wasn't he? He was kung fu, but it got people interested in martial arts completely. And, like, that's what started with, like, uh, Count Dante and the Chicago Dojo Wars. Okay. That was in the 70s, and it was still in the cultural zeitgeist, and so then they did uh, The Karate Kid. Oh, so it's like when you take a popular movie and put dogs in it. I think it was a change of what kind of movies, though, because I think pre-Karate Kid, martial arts movies were more for adults. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they moved to the teenage audience after that point. Teenaging kids. And then they moved to the Power Rangers, I'm assuming. Like, Well, the Power Rangers was just bringing over the... Uh, as the, a, the yeah, it was bringing over the... Or whatever. Mm-hmm, the tokusatsu style. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what the name was. 
Um, but I mean, I would put that in the martial arts, like at least for the TV shows. The early '90s, late '80s uh, martial arts mm-hmm. spring. But yeah, so that's what Karate Kid... So what's Karate Kid about? You've seen the poster, you've watched a different movie... You definitely know the memes. Oh, I most certainly do. Sweep the leg, Johnny. No, Danny. Whatever. <laughs> Someone's sweep sweeping the leg. Someone's gotta sweep the leg. Look, it's, we'll, it's we'll include a link in the liner notes to and, the sweep the leg song. And it's not a... It is a, an unstoppable, really. I think I learned that from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Sweeping the leg is unblockable. Um, but besides the point, Danny going off it is a bullied kid who needs to gain self-confidence and so he learns that self-confidence from mr miyagi and he becomes so good at the karate he enters a tournament and wins by kicking someone in the face using an illegal move all right you know what this is for having not seen this film, it is more accurate than your usual movie. Uh, even my synopsis? Even your synopsis that are supposed to be about movies that you've watched. Yeah, they get there eventually. No, the interesting thing is that uh, Karate Kid is semi-autobiographical. It's it's the story of the screenwriter. Oh, okay. That's fine. like That's what it was written about was his experiences. But so for uh, now we have our new our, our section that everyone loves, especially Eric. Um, today we're we're doing a little variant. Well, we always have to. Yeah, because the names of the characters in this film are fatally normal, aggressively normal. <laughs> and so we are going with good guy, bad guy, athlete. Oh, suck. <laughs> You yeah. know you know how much I do the sports. I do. That's why it's your weakness. So you'll have to you'll have to try really hard. All right, and and you know, just we've given you a clue on how to tell if they're a real name or a fake name. If it's boringly average, if it's aggressively normal, it's probably from the movie. It could be. And and you know, there's a smaller list of good guys than bad guys. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought Danny was the bad guy. He might be. He could be. We'll see if you can answer that. Because are we ready to go? We're going to ask that after you watch the movie. All right. So we'll start with the with the name for you. Daniel LaRusso. Well, that is the protagonist who is either a good guy or a bad guy, depending on uh, if you watch Cobra Kai, I think. But Cobra Kai is being told from the bad guy's perspective, isn't it? Listen, hashtag Thanos did nothing wrong. You know I always uh, I'm a sucker for the villains. So we are gonna give you this is a correct. Alright. How about Johnny Lawrence? I wanna say that's a bad guy. Well, it's the antagonist. How about that? Okay. Okay. Based what off a- of the uh the renegade uh, paragon scale. Okay. How about Johnny Dutch? That is an athlete. Okay. That sounds way too cool. <laughs> you can't have the last name Dutch. And expect... <laughs> Johnny Dutch should be a good guy. Just wait until you meet Dutch in this movie. Or he's a fighter pilot. Johnny Dutch is a fighter pilot name. Okay. Or a Marvel superhero name. <laughs> no, it can't be a Marvel superhero. His first name and last name don't alliterate. It would be Donnie Dutch. That's true. Still sounds like a fighter pilot name, though. Like, All right. What about Tommy Allen? I want to say that's an athlete. Okay. All right. Bobby Brown. 
I want to say that is a bad guy. All right. John Kreese. Athlete. Allison Mills. Love interests of good guy. Freddie Fernandez. Athlete. All right. And what's what he I think he was doing pretty good there at the beginning. He was doing pretty good. Uh Johnny Lawrence is the bad guy, air quotes, for Karate Kid. Johnny Dutch is indeed on Team USA for track and field. Uh Tommy Allen. Uh, is a Team Italy rugby player. Um, Bobby Brown is a Karate Kid bad guy, but also an American freestyle skier. So they, you, you, that was an easy one for you. There was two chances to being right. Nice. All you had to do was guess that he was a good guy. Oh. And then John Kreese is the master of the Cobra Kai dojo. Ooh. He's the bad guy. He's the really bad guy. Okay. He's, he, I think if I remember, he's like, you got to win. Basically, do what you can to win. Yeah. That can't was... walk, can't fight. Can't breathe, can't fight. Can't see, can't fight. I think that's illegal. Those are, te- those are definitely illegal things. But I will point out that that is definitely how you win in real fights. But this is, I mean, it's a real fight, but it's a tournament fight. I mean, I don't think people would sign up for tournaments if, you know, the possibility of blindness was How a... How many movies did we watch where that was the plot, that people were signing up for extremely deadly tournaments, Eric? This has been a whole sequence of movies we've been watching. There was Tekken, yeah, but those... DOA, Mortal Kombat, but a Street that... Fighter, kind of. Aren't those kind of dystopians, though? Like, you expect the bad stuff to happen? Karate Kid is mostly, isn't that... A slice of life sort of like it could happen well it's definitely a sports anime eric real life is a dystopia the sooner you come to grips with that the better allison mills mm-hmm. getting back to this uh is actually a soccer player for the oh. university of wyoming oh that's why it's close because the uh the love interest name is ally mm. but not short for allison as far as anyone can tell and Freddie Fernandez, while it should be a Marvel superhero, is from the Karate Kid. And it's up to you to determine whether he's a good guy or a bad guy after we watch the film, because there have been several very long internet arguments, both for both. Hmm. And that also depends on whether or not Daniel-san is a good guy or a bad guy. All right. But that's all we've got for good guy, bad guy, athlete. So I guess we need our some sort of transition into the next phase. Oh, you guys have been waiting for this song, haven't you? We have. Like the 100th anniversary song. I don't think we've done an Ealer in like a year, to no, be No, we have not. Not since the dark times. Before not since the, the Quarren times. <gasps> or the Quarantine movies. I miss those. Yeah, that, those were fun. You know, we, we can definitely do more of them. But here we go. Transition on, transition off. Transition on, transition off, transition on, transition off, transition on, transition off, transition on, transition off, transition on, transition off. All right, Eric, you just finished watching The Karate Kid for the first time. What is your first thought? My first thought watching that movie was, I would die for Mr. Miyagi. He is the best. He is pretty great. 
All right. So did you enjoy this movie? I really, like, honestly did enjoy this movie. Not just as a fan of the 80s movies, because I'm a huge fan of 80s movies. You know, that's, they're the best around. around. All right, so do you consider this movie worthy of being a cultural zeitgeist yes. movie? Like, like that it changed yeah. things that... Well, I can understand why people wanted to try and catch or, like, leech off of this success. With you know, I mean, I'm not counting Karate Kid Capitalize on the success. Basically. Like, they did it right. I mean, I could, I could have hated Daniel less, because... Uh, Let, let's talk about that. Is Daniel the bad guy? I want to, I think I would call him chaotic neutral. See, I don't think Danny's the bad guy. One, because he's the protagonist. (laughs) And as it's given from his perspective, he is by definition the good guy as the POV character. Okay. Now, objectively, I would say that he is a 15 to 16 year old kid. He reaps what he sows, basically. Yeah. And sometimes he does start problems, but he starts less than people say he does. It's basically an arms race, like escalation and whatnot. He does something, then Cobra Kai does something, and then he does something back to them. And then Cobra Kai hits him harder. Like, he takes worse hits than he gives out consistently through the story. I mean, he does get a Johnny wet in the, the bathroom with the hose. And then they push him against the fence and then beat him up with no intention of stopping until he is uh, knocked unconscious or breaks something. Except for Bobby. Bobby wanted to stop it. Yeah, Bobby wanted to stop, but he's the only one who showed any restraint. Just doing what Sensei said. Sensei's a psychopath, but he fought in Nam, so... And I mean, they do get into his uh, more psychopathic tendencies in 3, because he is back... I believe he's also a problem right at the beginning of two. At the beginning of two, and then three is where they have, like, the whole, uh, if he can't breathe, he can't fight. If he can't walk, he can't fight. And he does, like, sweep the legs. (laughs) And take him out. Sweep the leg, Johnny. I mean, I didn't know, well, I assume that came from Karate Kid, but, like, now I know. Now you know. Now you see what's going on. And now you know that it's kind of a mean statement. Yeah. Like kid is like not i don't want to knee injuries hurt let's just say that and they're going to exploit that like injury especially because of the way the injury was given that was pushing the knee sideways so yeah back to daniel son yeah he's he's kind of the the cause of his own problems like he was picked on first but he does escalate it. But see, that's where I'm like, he's, he's kind of a dumb teenager. He's got to learn a bit of self-control. He definitely is. Cause like, even the, cause he, his, we did have Mr. Miyagi broker the, broker the piece to go, okay, they're not going to do anything to you. And so then he specifically taunts them. But I mean, if Danny didn't have to learn anything, then there'd be no story. Yeah. I mean, there's growth and whatnot. So, I can... So, that's why I'm conflicted. So, do you judge Danny by who he started as, or by who he became? I guess I'm kind of judging him as who he started as, even though I should. it should be how he grew. See, and that depends again. Because if you watch Cobra Kai, he kind of turns into a jerk. I haven't... 
I haven't watched Cobra Kai, so yeah. it's it, it's not canon anyways. No, it's not. But it does tell us how uh, Johnny and Allie broke up. I thought Cobra Kai was set like in the future or whatever. It, it is. is. But they're going to have flashbacks and he's going to talk about his high school girlfriend. Okay. And blame blame every failure in his life on that. No. And not, not on doing drugs in the, the bathroom. No. But, but let's just say that she had a reason to break up with him. Uh, it's kind of obvious. <laughs> Skipped her birthday to hang out with the boys. Man. Yeah, but how he treats her generally in the movie anyways. He is definitely the dude bro, the quintessential California, like, sees the moment kind of guy. Like, I am in it to, uh, I am in it to win. And that's how he portray he is portrayed and he stays that way. He plays to win. To his detriment. Do you think that he grew as a person at the end? Yes, because he accepted that he lost fair and square, even though um, his sensei was like, you got to just take him out. I don't care. Do what you can. I don't I think I think he had a balance there because he both obeyed his sensei and then accepted his loss legitimately. So he kept uh, he has a sense of, you know, I I fulfilled both roles. I was a good loser and I listened to my sensei and I shouldn't have like kicked him and I'm glad that he beat me actually because because it kind of justifies that I shouldn't have done it my sensei was wrong it did not help me win so as we were watching the movie um, I think it was Richard it's when uh, Mr. Miyagi is uh, celebrating his anniversary Richard you brought up it's bad to see your your teacher as a human uh, it's more that it hurts. It hurts to see your uh, teacher as a human or whatever. Um, I wonder if uh, Johnny needs to see that with his teacher. Like as of right now, I'm assuming Johnny would have seen his teacher as the but, authority. Yeah, that's definitely the way they portray him. Yeah, um, it's a uh, John Crease. John Crease. He's. He represents what Johnny looks at as the pinnacle of manhood. He maybe questions that maybe a little bit now with the uh, sweep the leg and uh, telling uh, telling Bobby it doesn't matter if he gets disqualified. Yeah, because right there is actually going against everything he said previously about, you know, you, you're either a winner or a loser. And so by breaking the rules, he's now a loser. And I do think you see that a lot with with Johnny there at the end where he does start to question because you see him actually start looking at his, his sensei just what? All right. Should we uh, handle the plot holes from this movie real quick? All right. So how many plot holes did you guys find? There is one. Well, easy peasy. There is just one because it is again, a fairly tightly written script. There's not a whole lot of opportunities for plot holes, but uh, there are, there is the big one. It's got a Reddit page dedicated to it. Got a Reddit page. It's There's even just a normal blog that outdoes IMDB when you search plot holes for this. Really? Yep. The number one search, if you do plot, Karate Kid plot holes, is how did Daniel win when there was an illegal kick to the face and he should not have won? What illegal kick to the face? 
well, you know, when he does the really cool crane move at the end of the movie. Yeah. And kicks him in the face. Yeah. And that's illegal in tournaments. Not this tournament. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you pay attention at one hour and 48 minutes about, um, Ali is explaining what points you can accrue in the tournament, and it is any hit above the waist. Head, chest, Kidneys, arms. Leg hits do not count. And as you watch the tournament, there are in fact several head points. A couple of people are taken out with headshots. And none of those those people were ever thrown out. I guess they were thrown out when they were beaten by other people, but... Yeah. But they were all valid points. And so, it might be in uh, modern tournaments that they made the role no face hits. So, I know in the, uh, the remake, they mention no face hits, like, specifically in that movie. Um... And then whoever Jaden Smith plays, I can't actually, I don't know if it's actually Daniel or what's his name. What anyways, besides the point, he wins by a face kick. So that one would be more of a plot hole because they specifically say no face kicks. So that might be, I think this is a memory conflation, one of the Mandela effects. And it is brought up in Karate Kid 3 in that tournament. No face, no face hits. And they kind of bring up that it might be a problem with his whole crane kick thing. Because you can't do that now. You're just going to have to learn to aim a little lower. Like, but, just crane kick someone in the sternum. Yeah, there you go. They'll be okay. Couldn't that, like, well, I guess lots of these could kill people, but if they die in the ring, they die. If you die in the ring, you die in real life? Yes. Yes, Richard. <laughs> wow well that was the one plot hole that's that is the only plot hole the internet has for this film and it has been debunked by reality if you just watch the movie it doesn't act like yeah it's not there a lot of people think because if you go to like a normal tournament yes absolutely you should not hit people in the face but they, this was the 80s though they played different rules back then that's and true. They had better rules by the time 1989 rolled around and we had Karate Kid 3. Well, probably because kids were getting, like, brain damage because they kept getting kicked in the face. And, you know, like the, yeah, there's some significant damage you could accrue from getting smacked in the face. Like a crane kick and knocked down and then punched. It's worse than uh, football. Yeah. So you did bring up the remake. And you didn't like the remake. The remake was really just boring. Like, Jackie Chan obviously was great, but because he's good in what he does. But, yeah, it's just kind of like, yeah, this is the Karate Kid, I guess. Like, it's going to try and hit the same beats. So now having watched the original, do you feel like that knocks the remake down a peg even more? Because you're like, oh, this is what they were copying? Yes. it is. I'd almost say two or three pegs. Like, what... This movie really didn't need to be remade. It was just, I think, a nostalgia grab. And that's why they had to keep the name was because they wanted the the Karate Kid nostalgia. See, that's what I'm saying. They should have gone with the Kung Fu Kid. They should have got the concept of this is the kind of movie you're going to see, but then not try to remake 
Karate Kid instead told a different story. So then they wouldn't have to do weird things like taking the jacket on, taking the jacket off to replace the uh, the chores, the training, and also exercise, which is what was going on. Like When you talk about a Kung Fu movie, though, like if you're going to say any Kung Fu movie, just watch Kung Fu Panda. Like That's what I'm going to think about. Not Kung Fu Hustle? I don't think I've seen Kung Fu Hustle. You have not. It's also on the list. Oh. Spoiler alert? That is a great one, actually. Right? I almost put it on the list, but I chose... Uh, so I was the one who chose Karate Kid to go on the list out of these selections. I, I kind of knew it was going to win if I did. <laughs> I apologize for so, every other movie that you guys really wanted to see, because Eric wanted to see Teen Wolf, right? The movies I chose are Teen Wolf and Scream, because we're getting ready for the Halloween season. Well, to be fair, it's Halloween in my heart right now, so... <laughs> It's been like that since uh, August. And I went with uh, Karate Kid and Willow. And I did uh, Breakfast Club and Once Upon a Time in the West. I mean, they're all like talking with my wife about that. She was like, I want to see all of these. That was our thoughts looking at the whole list. Like we narrowed it down and then I looked at it and said, how are we going to decide this? Because there are so many on this list. I want you to see. Like we even went through and went like checked their actual like IMDB ratings to rank them by that. The lowest one is like a 6.7. It was surprisingly uh, high. And also which ones were lower? We're like, really that's low. And then that's kind of high for this one. I did not expect this breaking like a five. Let's see, what else do we on the ends of the Ehlers? Are you going to show this to your kids? Yes. In fact, I kind of did halfway through when they showed up. But but, um, but when they're a bit older and can understand more and sit through it, you might, like, maybe... Oh, yeah, most definitely. Entering those tweens. I would probably pick this up on, like, Blu-ray or something. Not, not having to rely on a streaming service. Mm-hmm. I, I want to go see the sequels. So I've heard that Karate Kid 2 is better than Karate Kid 1. It definitely has higher stakes. I wouldn't say that it's better, but it is a solid sequel, and I enjoy it. I do remember when I watched this the first time, because we uh, um, rented it from the library. And then when we watched it like three or four times, and then renewed the... Uh, <laughs> and then watched it some more. <laughs> I enjoy it. I can't say that there's anything particularly bad about it. Um, the, I mean, the worst thing that this movie definitely couldn't be made today with ethnic slurs that they in it. And it is definitely an eighties movie that might have, that might be some people's might rub people the wrong way, but you have to understand that this is a movie of its time and it's the eighties. It was progressive in the moment. Yeah. I don't, I, I know I've seen three, but I don't remember it. As well as the other two. I remember three better than I remember two. But mostly because there is the, like, that's when John Kreese comes back as the antagonist. And he is an antagonist. Would you say villain? I would indeed. I would escalate him to villain. I'd say he's a villain in, in one. Because he takes what he does in one and escalates. Because it's the, 
All right. You you need to train it. You need to go and you're going to fight this time, Daniel-san. But Mr. Miyagi says he's not going to train you for this. John Kreese will train you. You'll do it the Cobra Kai way. Wait, does Johnny join Cobra at least? Is he a Cobra Kai light? Uh, he's going to get some Cobra Kai education. But uh, John Kreese is not really interested in super educating Danny so much as he is about... Uh, Beating him down now that he's at his mercy. Now that he's at his mercy and making sure that you don't do it the Miyagi way. You do it my way. And he he sets up a lot of, here's some people shapes. And we're going to set up the people things. And we're going to put the boards where the legs are. Sweep the leg, Johnny. If you can't walk, you can't fight. All right, now we're going to put the put the boards where the ribs are. Break the boards. If they can't breathe, they can't fight. All right, here's the eyes. Punch those out. If they can't see, they can't fight. Wait, that is most definitely illegal. I assume this is for a tournament. Or is he just like wandering? It is this? indeed for a tournament. Because he's got to keep that title. But Mr. Miyagi doesn't care about the title. Mr. Miyagi's just like, it doesn't matter. You already won once. Why do you even bother going back? You're, you're already proven yourself. Man, Mr. Miyagi's so smart. Well, I'd go with that. He consents that John Kreese is a villain mm-hmm. based on how he is standing the entire time they're in the dojo. Mm-hmm. He is ready to defend himself at any point in that whole scene. Like, he's he's keeping his eyes on John Kreese. He's uh, at attention. He doesn't turn his back, and there's a reason he makes a... Daniel stand behind him. Dan, Daniel stand behind him, because he's 100% sure, and I'd say he's correct, that if he did, like, turn his back to John Kreese, he would have attacked him. Mm-hmm. And then been like, see, guys, this is why he never... This is weak. No weak weakness is uh, or pain is weakness leaving the body. We have infl- we have let them experience that epiphany or whatever. And so yeah, he's he is definitely even worse of a villain in three. And that's what I remember. I could see maybe people not liking three because it kind of sets uh, Danny back. It does. It's it's Daniel who has decided that he needs to keep going to be a winner, not just be confident in who he is because he already won. But it is one of those ones where it sets, you should have just listened to Mr. Miyagi. That should be on a (laughs) t-shirt. What would Mr. Miyagi do? Talk Hmm. things out. Go yeah. fishing. <laughs> Paint his house. Sand his porch. Fix the faucet. Not catch a fly with chopsticks. Make some happy trees. Happy little trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that bonsai scene, like just watching them like manhandle those the bonsais why not? Well, those could be like hundreds of years old. You know. I I've never kept a bonsai tree, but I'm assuming they're somewhat delicate and you don't want to like rough house with them. I mean, yeah. Maybe that's why he gave them to him. He's like, oh, that one's dead. Here, you can have it. <laughs> well, they'll think that they didn't take care of it enough. It's true. Serves them right. <laughs> the That is one of those things that, like, 
they did actually do a fairly good representation for Mr. Mr. Miyagi where like there hadn't been very much Asian representation in media at the time. This was early eighties and like Japan was still someplace exotic and different. And you could also almost say quote unquote, the enemy, um, based off of world war two and Japanese cars were starting to take over American cars because of the fuel crisis. So I know there was a lot of resentment towards like Japanese, uh, descendants because of that. You know, how dare they get rid of our big, strong muscle cars that got like two miles to the gallon. Well, maybe they, that's why they, uh, blunted it with the fact that Mr. Miyagi owns four uh, cars from Detroit. <laughs> And that he was an American uh, soldier who specifically earned a medal of valor. So, yeah, lots of, you know, background storytelling without a lot of, like, I don't want to say story, like it's really good background. Yeah, they don't, they don't exposition dump at you. They show, they don't tell. Um, I was trying to keep track of whether or not um, his his wife was put into an internment camp or not, though. I believe so. I think it was because I I might I didn't see specifically, but I think it implied heavily. It's yeah, with the, with the newspaper. Yeah, the newspaper he kept, where it says uh, Japanese are Japanese moved. descents are moved to internment camps. So that's where she lost her or died with his firstborn. So like lots of good. Showing, not telling. You know, the best kind of storytelling. And so, yeah, it's it's a good movie. for, And it, it's a beloved for a reason. I am kind of sad I had not seen it earlier. I am glad I saw it now. And now I can share it with other people. Now I can post on Facebook that I'm one of the cool kids. There you go. And now do you want to take a karate class? No. That means I have to get in shape, Richard. But if you practice karate, you'll get in shape. You could maybe just start with painting your house and your fence. Ooh, and, I can. I barely and, do that now. And waxing your cars and uh, Ooh, we don't even sanding do that. the deck. John, please stop reminding me of stuff I need to or chores I need to do around the house. That sounds like work. But then you could get in shape and know karate. Mm, I don't have Mister Miyagi as a teacher. I think that's the magic uh, formula that, or the magic uh, feather. He, he has missing. the magic touch. I mean, he just rubs his hands together loosens up your muscles fixes think, bruises and torn uh I tendons was, i think it was just the opium it's the oh, cdc see. oil it, it's not that in this movie maybe he has the patented uh soccer spray i think that's what it is i mean they just those soccer players they go they get beat down guy runs over sprays them and then they get up like it was no injury and that's not even the ones that were fake <laughs> and we know that daniel is a soccer player you think he's just faking all his injuries the whole time? No, I'm just saying that the miracle spray is there. Oh, I think he's just faking everything since he's a soccer player. You saw you saw how he tumbled down the uh, the hill. It's actually maybe like a couple feet or whatever, but he has to play it up so the ref will give the other players. There was no part. ref though. That's the problem. I don't think he's used to uh, showing that injuries are worse. He tries to hide all his injuries from his mom, like the real ones. And as soon as that guy tripped him in soccer, he went down to, to give him a beating because there are no refs in New Jersey. Maybe that's And you know they, they play on concrete there. <laughs> Maybe that's um, rugby is what he's used to. And he's, he's, he's used to street soccer where best you got is dirt. 
Or maybe beach soccer. I don't know. Are there beaches in New Jersey? There, there are. are. I'm pretty sure they're pro- filled with hypodermic needles, though. No. They're just got they, a lot. There's usually a lot more grass on the East Coast beaches. I almost want to say maybe more cor- mob hit corpses. Now they bury those pretty good. <laughs> you hope. Well, the mob hopes so, too. You're not supposed to find them after you bury someone in the beach or drop them off into the water. I mean, come on. Look how good they did with Jimmy Hoffa. I think he... I'm pretty sure he just went to live up at a farm upstate. Yeah, yeah. Just... Chasing rabbits all day long. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they send all the informants. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, anything else? Or are we... We're done. I think... I think we should thank our patrons for all that they've done for us. Um, you're going to thank them for picking this movie. Of course. Um, yes. I, I don't think there was a bad choice, but this was a great one. Yeah, I like. I can't complain at all. Thank you, patrons, for all that you've done and picking a great movie. But uh, if you uh, like this, remember to leave a like on Facebook and also comment. If a Karate Kid is the f- best one... Is two better? Is three even better? Do you like the new kid? Or do you like the remake? Or, in 280 characters or less, let us know on Twitter, at PlotSpacklePod, which Karate Kid is better? Is it one? Or two? Or three? If you bring up the the remake, though, we will probably block you after calling you a silly name. Or... If you have written your own adoption papers to have Mr. Miyagi adopt you as as your dad, you can send them to us at plotspacklepodcast at gmail.com. And I can't promise I'll read them out loud because that's a lot of sensitive information on those things and we shouldn't be sharing that on the internet. But I appreciate and I kind of feel you because Mr. Miyagi is pretty great. Like, in all honesty, I... I don't want them to, but I wish they'd made a Mr. Miyagi prequel series. But obviously it has to be the original Mr. Miyagi, but I'm pretty sure that actor's dead now, isn't he? Yeah, Pat Morita is gone. That's unfortunate. Well, we'll try and get him anyways. Look, Eric, if you want more Mr. Miyagis in the world, you just have to be a Mr. Miyagi. John, that sounds somewhat insightful. So are you going to paint your house? (laughs) Or get a neighborhood kid to do it for you? (laughs) (laughs) Claim to teach him karate. (laughs) 